Blog Talk Radio. Christ, the light into the world. 
So of the four candles, there are three purple candles and one rose-colored candle on the Advent wreath. And they're, they're situated on the wreath, so it's very beautiful display, very colorful. And the purple candles are lit over the course of the first two and fourth Sundays of Advent. These candles represent prayer, penance, and preparation for the coming of the Lord that each person is expected to undertake during the Advent season. And then the rose-colored candle is lit on the third Sunday. So you've got lighting of the candles on the first, second, third, and fourth Sundays of Advent. The white candle is placed in the middle of the Advent wreath. And when it's used, this candle is often called the Christ candle. It is the only candle that is lit on Christmas, and it represents the birth and purity of the Christ child. So these candles are lit progressively throughout Advent to show the hope and expectation of the coming, the first coming of Christ, and the anticipation of the second coming where Jesus is to judge the living and the dead. So what is the significance of the four Sundays of Advent? Well, during the four Sundays, most churches focus on a particular theme from the life of Christ, which is hope, love, joy, and peace. Now, I want to share with you some scriptures that are very common to a lot of us, They're scriptures that we receive that are inside of Christmas cards, and then a lot of times we may attend our children's Christmas programs at their schools, and if they're Christian schools, and a lot of times these, these scriptures are read also. So here are some scriptures that talk about the sign from the Lord. And in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then in Matthew 2, chapter 10, it says, When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And then in Luke 2, chapter 12, it says, And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Then we have scriptures that talk about Christ as he is highly exalted as prince and king. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In Zechariah Zachariah, excuse me, 9 and 9, it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humbled and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And then in Acts chapter 5, verse 31, in the New Testament says, Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And then in Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 and 10, it says, and being found in human form, we're talking about Jesus Christ now, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall, shall, should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth. 
Then we have scriptures that are related to the promised Messiah, born of the Virgin. And in Matthew 1, 21, it says, She shall bear a son, and you shall call him, call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And then in Matthew 1, 23, it goes on to say, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then in Luke 2, 30 through 31, it says, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And then in Luke 2, 15 through 16, it says, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Then we've got passages that talk about good news, great joy, and a precious gift. And uh, in Luke 2.11 it says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ the Lord. And then John 3.16, a verse that many of us grew up memorizing as a child, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, for whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And then James 1.17 says, Every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So there you have it, some details and some particulars about the Advent season, a time of celebration, a time of anticipation of the coming of Christ. We know that Christ's birth was prophesied in Scripture and it was fulfilled. And as we talk about the Advent season, we have to remember that it's the beginning of a never-ending story because Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. So out of curiosity, I've talked with a couple of families to learn of their thoughts about Advent and what it means to them and what sort of activities they came up with or come up with traditionally as a family. And Advent uh, can, can, can be a time of fun and activities and games and treats and service and prayer and gift-making and gift-giving and many other different things. So a lot of families focus on an Advent calendar, and each day uh, you unveil some sort of activity. It can be a time of prayer. It can be a time of we're going to make this gift. It can be a time of service. We're going to go and do something for our next-door neighbor who is shut in. We're just going to go out and just sort of talk to people, share the love of Christ with people we don't know, and make it a family event and a time of, of uh, it's a meaningful time. So families don't get all caught up in the hustle and bustle of the shopping and the commercialism that Christmas has, has become over the years. And other families said it's just a time to reflect on God's goodness. And uh, another family said that, uh, you know, the parents said, this is the story that I want my children to be swept up in the story of the coming of Christ. We want them to, to get it. We want them to understand it. We want them to, to, to focus on the meaning of the season. And we want them to have scripture that they can uh, tie to the story of Jesus to help them better understand that 
Christ came and why he came. But again, it's a never-ending story because not only did Christ come, but he is returning again. And it's a time for uh, to decorate as a family, to, to snack as a family, to make treats as a family, and all those things. So what I heard from talking with these families is that the Advent calendar is fun, meaningful, and very practical. So in conclusion, as we celebrate Advent, rest assuredly that Christ the Savior did come, and he is coming back. What will your Advent season look like this year? Will it be filled with the commercialism, with the hustle and bustle, the shopping here, there, and everywhere that has taken over the Christmas season? Will it entail that, or will it entail a time of reflection that Christ entered into this world according to the prophecy and died on the cross for the sins of the world? My prayer is that you would look at Advent differently, and maybe this is the first time you've heard about Advent, so that you now have something else to to uh, to celebrate, something a little more meaningful to focus on during this Christmas holiday or this Christmas season. But my prayer is that you would go through Advent celebrating the hope, peace, joy, and love that we have in Christ, and anticipate His return. So let's make this Advent season as meaningful as possible. If you have family, incorporate the kids, incorporate activities that kind of go outside of your family where you're serving others or sharing the love of Christ with others or being that light for others. Check in on someone who has a little bit less than you do. Check in with someone who may be standing on the street with saying they're hungry. But let us Celebrate the hope, peace, love, and joy that we have in Christ Jesus. So with that, I'd like to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. And may you reflect on Advent season like never before and remember that the Advent season is the beginning of the never-ending story. God bless you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.